God cock banana balls. Hello. <laughs> Excuse me? It's true neutral ass. It is that. <laughs> I'm Derek. I'm Keenan. Uh, it's another Saturday morning <laughs> question for you. Questions. Sorry, I'm all... This, no, the having, computer's dumb. Having computer issues <laughs> off mic, so... <laughs> That's fun. It's uh, fine. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I got, I got, um, I got a, I got a twisted tea courtesy of my lovely partner. So, get yourself a drinky drink. Yeah, I'm just gonna accelerate this weird aggression to to the brink. That's that's my plan here. <laughs> <laughs> well, today, True Neutral is gonna ask, what would you do? Or maybe not. What would you do? Too neutral asks. How would you handle Yoda's advice that Anakin is evil? Who am I in this situation? Am I taking on a role? Am I Obi Wan? Um. Obi-Wan? Yeah, I guess. Yes, yeah, so we can. We can, for for now. Yeah, let's let's say we're taking this from the Obi Wan perspective for now. Like you brought you brought this kid. Your master just died, so you avenged him real quick, like, saved the kid, because your master was like, this kid, this kid's the kid. Yeah. We need this kid. And then you take him before the, the Council of Masters, and Yoda's like, nope, he's, he, that kid's got the bad demons in him. We can't, we can't take him. He's too old, and he's got the bad demons. He's an angry kid. It might go something like... Um... My, my, this here Anakin guy. <laughs> Maybe Vader someday later, but now he's just a small fry. <laughs> go go download Running With Scissors by Weird Al. It's a fantastic album. Okay. <laughs> it might go like that. That that would be your exact response. You just start singing at, <laughs> yeah, at Yoda. Just sing Weird Al at Yoda. I think Mace Windu's gonna get angry and attack you <laughs> at some point. He would not. He would like Master Yoda. The this demands discipline. <laughs> yeah. Like he would be pissed off if Yoda <laughs> let it happen, but Yoda would probably just like slap him with the force and be like, What are you doing? <laughs> Stop that. Lost your mind you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always get Yoda speak wrong. I was going to say, doing what are you? It's just, I think right, but it doesn't feel quite right. <laughs> it's because it's, you only had the one word. You needed to have longer phrases. Yeah. But that's, that's like the sentence structure, right? Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. It just feels wrong. It just feels weird because you did a single word before. Doing what are you? Yeah. Being what are you? <laughs> Get deep with it, philosophical mm-hmm. and shit. <laughs> um, so no, realistically, I I have this Padawan who I know is headstrong and stubborn and like, but like I also see like his strength and resilience. I believe in this kid. Yeah. And then Yoda's just like, dude, evil, evil. Gonna but Yoda up. is like a, a Jedi Master, someone that you have hailed as a, a hero your entire life. Yeah. If Qui-Gon's not there anymore, and Qui-Gon was the guy who was like, we need this kid. Yeah, I mean, Qui-Gon was the best Jedi. 
or, or the worst Jedi, depending on who you talk to. But in my <laughs> opinion, the best Jedi, because he... I think Mace Windu might have a differing opinion. <laughs> they absolutely would. They, they, they had a whole thing. But, uh, yeah, Qui-Gon was the best Jedi, in my opinion, because he was, like, able to acknowledge the, the reverence the Jedi had for old ways while still moving into new territories without being corrupted. Mm-hmm. He's the best kind of Jedi. Yeah. He was like... And he was a hell of a negotiator. Yeah. He was the best one they had. That's why they sent him for that. Yeah. One hell of a talkie boy. So so you'd pretty much just do exactly what Obi-Wan did and defy the Jedi Council and keep him on anyways. I mean, I... Yeah, I probably would. Um... I don't know. Does he does he get warned again later that he's evil? Like, is there somebody else's like, hey, got a bad feeling about this kid? I don't know. I think Yoda might say something a little bit later on, but I think he pretty much wins most people over. Yeah, I think he like is just charming and just kind of like Lord Voldemort's his way around doing stuff until he becomes evil. Okay, well, I've got a follow up for this. So, what's what's your what's your initial response? Um, I think my initial response would be, I think it'd be hard for me to ignore Yoda, and like because I just met this kid, Qui Gon's dead. He's not there for me to really get advice from because at this point, there's no mention of any sort of thing like a Force ghost. No. Also, um, it should be noted if you're not well acquainted with Star Wars, which I know a lot of people listening probably aren't as acquainted um (laughs) is that uh there's there's usually a time between being a padawan becoming a knight and then getting your own padawan Mm -hmm. it's not that's not usually an immediate thing that's pretty weird because usually you have some time as an as a jedi knight to go out on missions it's actually almost sith-like yeah it's very very odd to (laughs) immediately have an apprentice like that so like, beyond the pressure of, like, my dead master wanted me to raise this kid or, like, train this kid, I also, like, am not really supposed to do that, Yeah, generally speaking. Because Obi-Wan doesn't get immediately promoted to master when Qui-Gon dies, does he? No, uh, oh, he gets, he gets promoted to Jedi Knight. Like, as soon as, because he, because he killed a Sith Lord, Mm -hmm. not because Qui-Gon died, but because he killed (laughs) a Sith Lord. Yeah. He gets promoted. That's like one of the... Killed, in quotation marks. (laughs) He survived by hate. (laughs) Darth Maul's so cool. He literally survived by hate. If you think I'm joking, go watch the Clone Wars where he comes back. With his big spider legs. Yeah, I think it's like season three or something. But he he explains, he survives by hate. Yeah. He uses the dark power of the Force and hate. And hate to survive the vacuum of space. Yeah, to survive it all and then to put himself back together with weird legs. Weird legs. And then eventually he does get regular legs again. Yeah. Darth Maul's so cool. Yeah. It's a <laughs> weird arc. Uh sorry, where did we get um oh yeah, because but because he killed the Sith, that was like that's one of those quick step ups. Mm-hmm. Like you can do all the training you want. It's like when you're actually in the thing, and then they're like, "Oh, you were fucking in the thing, and you did the thing. You're mm. you're fine. Yeah, be be all nighty, boy. Mm-hmm. You got this shit. Yeah, 
Yeah, so that's, that's one of those quick paths. Knights don't usually take on Padawans, do they? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they do? Yeah, Jedi Knights take on Padawans. It's just like, like I said, it's, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like going to college. Like, you've been in school, you graduated from school, now you're a knight. Mm-hmm. And now you need to, like, learn mm-hmm. again, you know? Yeah. Learn what it's like to do things on your own or, like, have missions assigned to you and a partner that you don't know. And, like, you know, there's there's a whole lot of learning as a Jedi Knight that you should do before you take on a Padawan to train as a knight himself. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a different... Anakin was also technically too old, though, already to begin with. Yeah, he was He was too old. Uh, and he was too old to be taken into the Jedi Academy. And so they don't really explain it in the movies much, but it seems like he just goes straight into that Padawan stage. Yeah. Because he's already, like, been in the field. He came from the field. Effectively, I mean, he won an entire pod race basically using the Force. You can't tell me Anakin didn't use the Force at least a little bit in that pod race. No, Qui-Gon outright says it in the movie. <laughs> he says that's, that's the reason he can do it. It's because he's got so he's high-ass midichlorian count. Yeah, oh, yeah, the midichlorians. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I haven't watched the first one in a while. Yeah. Um, if, if you do feel like watching it and you can watch it on Disney+, Plus, they've re-edited it. A little bit not like to a huge degree but to a degree like i was watching it and i'm somebody who loves the prequels already but i was watching and i was like wow this is really good like <laughs> maybe like they, they like edited it so it's like, better yeah i i don't know more palatable in some way yeah it's just uh, they just they just did little changes somewhere along the way like i don't know why they spent the budget on that and not on all of the stuff that's, um, you know, they're striking about right now. Your mind tricks do not work on me, Jedi. <laughs> Only money. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's it's really Never good. has a bad caricature been more correct. <laughs> <laughs> he is super... Uh, well, honestly, all of the aliens in that in the prequels are pretty racist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, definitely. I, like, it's getting out of hand. <laughs> now there are two of them. <laughs> that um, that is straight up like the stereotypical Asian bad guy voice. Uh huh. Just they just put it on an alien, and we were all like, "Yeah, great. Yeah, it's an alien. Yeah, alien bad guy." <laughs> I don't notice any connotations here at all. <laughs> I mean. We were pretty young at that time, so like a trade federation to have a <laughs> to have a stereotypical head, right? Yeah. It is crazy that a movie captured an entire generation of young children, as you and I were at that point, with a movie about trade federation routes. It was all politics. <laughs> and politics. And we sat and in awe the entire time, not understanding a word of what was being said, but loving every second of it. Oh, yeah, dude. Every, <laughs> every goddamn frame of that movie I loved. I played the game on uh, the PC, like, and that was just a retelling of the story, so you got to see, you know, more of it. Mm-hmm. It was a game. It's like, there's also bits now that just, like, are 
hilarious to think about. Like the bit, it's been memed to death now. But the bit where Darth Maul's on the speeder bike and Anakin, like Qui Gon's, like get down, Anakin, and then, like and he's like Darth Maul could have. He's in the desert. You could have came from any direction. He saw. He doesn't know who Anakin is at that point in the movie. So he saw this random little kid running through a desert and was like, I'm going to run him over. <laughs> like, I, I mean, while Darth Maul debatably would do that, I think he definitely sensed the force in the desert. Yeah, but he probably attributed it to Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, not to the kid. I, if... If Anakin is as powerful as to be believed, he would have sensed the force in the child. Hmm, maybe. Maybe. Qui-Gon sensed it immediately, and Darth Maul's got to be trained to, like, scope that shit out. Yeah, I guess. Was Darth Maul a full Sith Lord? No, he's not a Sith Lord, because there's always a Sith Lord and a Sith Apprentice. Yeah, so he was the... Yeah. Never less, except for when they have secret apprentices, which is always. Which is always. uh, Because I always wondered about, like, how Darth Maul fit into that, because I felt like there had to be other Sith out there besides Palpatine and him. No, not really. Um, So, at this point in the story, with uh, Darth Sidious and Darth Maul... Those are the only two legitimate Sith. Um, Count Dooku is playing both sides at that point. It is not like a Sith Lord because he's he's just he's, a, tech, he's still in his retired Jedi phase before he goes fully into Sith, right? Yeah. And then yeah. once Maul dies, he kind of steps into that role. Yeah. And like really steps up, like he's. Yeah, he's playing both Grievous sides already. Grievous is never really... He's just a crazy robot. Yeah, uh, so Grievous's backstory, or at least the backstory that was in like the book when I was a kid, uh, was that he was one of the best like bad guy generals. Or good guy generals. He was a really, really good general in... In, uh, in army. In army. And uh, when... So Sidious decided that he would make him crash so he could be a cyborg and so he orchestrated a crash where he would survive but he rebuilt him with all the robot parts just around his organs okay and then he just kind of went crazy and decided he needed five hands and a bunch of lightsabers yeah well i mean dooku did that (laughs) dooku decided he should have lightsabers and trained him and stuff in that way okay sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i'm not saying it makes sense but um this is why i don't remember some math (laughs) (laughs) so say say you do listen to yoda and you're like sorry kid um well what happens to anakin at that point do they just kick him out like can't can't stay here but you you don't have to go home, can't stay here. Here's, here's my fanfic for this. Um, so they they send him back. Like, they effectively are like... Are they <laughs> send him no. back to Watto? <laughs> no, literally, the Jedi Temple does not care. <laughs> That's fucked. Right, so, they a, sell him back to Watto. They lit. No, I don't think they'd sell him back, but they they literally steal children from their homes. Like, they, yeah, they, Anakin was uh, 
ostensibly saved from a life of slavery. That is not how most Jedi children are taken. No. Yeah, and so uh, he's... I think they would... Like, the council would vote to send him back. I think that's what would happen with the council. And then I think on the way out, like, of Coruscant, Anakin would be approached by Sidious, who would adopt him, mm-hmm. because he already knows about him. He knows about him he, he would just become time. Vader way sooner. Uh, he wouldn't become Vader sooner, but he would definitely, like, be pushed to that without much effort, I think. And... uh Palpatine would use that as like a, a, I am a good ruler because I adopted this poor slave child so he didn't have to go back to Tatooine. And you know who was going to send him back to his slave owners on Tatooine? The Jedi. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then he never has the whole thing go down with Padme either. Yeah. And None then... of that happens. None of that... that... Cradle, so, wob- cradle robbing chick just doesn't even get up in there. Nope. So there's... Um, she is so much older than him. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> but there's also the, the factor of, like, um, because none of that happens, um, it, Darth Vader is a grown-up Anakin. It's, it's a man. Yeah. He's a person. Yeah, he's not Vader as we know him. No, he's the most powerful... <laughs> He's like, Hayden Christensen. Yeah. <laughs> Just Hayden Christensen. He's Hayden Christensen as he is now. Yeah. And, yeah, he's he's going to be powerful. He's the most powerful Force user, like, ever be born. And so he's going to be he's powerful and uninhibited by whatever the suit and the loss of limbs and the pain was actually causing him. Mm-hmm. It will just be hate in his heart and then... But would he have, I mean, if Sidious is there, he's going to instill him with, like, some levels of hate. But you, do you think it would be as powerful as it was because he didn't lose his wife and children? Oh, I think I think with uh, Anakin directly in his hand, Sidious would have no time manipulating his life, so he felt hurt and betrayed enough to do especially getting him at that young of an age yeah. i guess yeah well and also just isolated from his mom he'd make that tuscan raider thing happen with his mom he would just do that mm-hmm. maybe in front of him <laughs> at that age like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. sidious is ruthless he would say oh we'll go back and we'll get your mom too and then orchestrate it so that when they show up she's like being killed yeah yeah and, like, he would have no qualms about it. He'd be like, oh, my dear boy. <laughs> don't look, turns head towards the thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He's a brutal, brutal motherfucker. He would have no issue doing any of that. So I don't I don't feel like we'd have any problem getting an evil, bad man yeah. out of that. Just would be a different evil, bad man. Yeah. And it... Oh, I just thought about that scene. Look at what they've done to your mother, Anakin. <laughs> you want revenge, don't you? Here, take this. And it'd be the first time he shows him that he's got a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Like, take he this. just hands him, yeah. Yeah. The red... Let's him go slay the Tusken Raiders that yeah. killed his mom. With a red blade. Oh, this is a great what if. Yeah. Maybe kills Watto, too, just in the fit of anger oh, and, like, for being... No, just... He, he just goes out, with like, he's done. He's done being angry at the Tusken Raiders. He's, like... 
Watto comes out like freaking out. Uh, yeah, the Tusken Raiders aren't anywhere near oh. Watto. So Oh yeah, I guess what's Watto sold her because he owed money. Well, he sold her to the Lars family, which is out on a farm, and the Lars family uh last saw her on a run to the shop and where she was abducted by Tusken Raiders. Why do I know all of this? <laughs> uh, but the Tusken Raider camp is uh, I'm pretty sure north of the village, and it's quite a ways away. Like, the actual encampment is, like, a ways away from the village. So, it's, uh, yeah. He, oh, what, yeah. What, what I'm saying is he'd have to kill the Tusken Raiders, be all done, and then make a special trip to Mos Eisley. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, is it Mos Eisley? Or is it a different town on Tatooine? I cannot remember I that. I cannot remember. Uh, Mos Espa? Maybe he would show up on at, at, on the day of the Boonta Eve Classic, though. Yeah, like for sure. Yeah, the Eve maybe Boonta. Maybe kill Watto and then race one more time just for funsies. Uh, he'd kill Watto and then he'd walk over to Sebulba and just force choke him in front of everybody. <laughs> Give Ben Quadranellis a thumbs up and a wink on his way out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, we're nerds. <laughs> he blew up last time. He's still racing, though. It's been like 10 years. He's still on He's it. still there. He's going. Uh. <laughs> oh, Christ. All right. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I've i got a, the follow-up. I, I lost it because we were so... We got so far off in another direction. Um, so you you decide to train Anakin, right? Okay. And uh, oh, I've lost it again. Because <laughs> well, oh yeah, okay. So, do you think you see the 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 Darth Sidious of it all. Like, like, do you see, like, the anger in, in Anakin? Or no, the... I mean, the whole time. Oh, figure out that Palpatine's, like, private eye out that Palpatine's Sidious? Well, no, no, not even that. It's just, I like, think that's pretty obvious, honestly. <laughs> it would not be hard if you were, if you were suspicious of him, it would not be hard. <laughs> but the dark side clouds the force. Yeah. But so, I mean, you should just use your regular investigation skills at that point. Yeah, yeah. just yeah, stop trusting the Force. That's the Jedi's downfall a lot of the time, is they just put too much trust in the Force. Too much trust in the Force and tradition. Yeah, when they should trust their instincts, like, instincts actual... Instincts and innovation. Yeah, and, like, their, they, and their intuition, like, their actual person intuition, not the Force. Yeah. So, uh, no, I'm wondering if you think you would notice, like, the manipulation happening from Palpatine because there would be, there'd probably be some like subtle signs, but like it wouldn't be super obvious because Palpatine's a master manipulator and he does it over years, Mm -hmm. but he does it over years. He's talking with Anakin regularly all the time, not like all the time, but regularly through years. I would think it's really weird that Palpatine had taken such an interest in Anakin personally like i as if i'm in the the obi-wan position i i would find it strange 
then again, Obi-Wan does spend most of the prequels just berating Anakin. Yes. For being brash and stupid. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> maybe... Maybe I wouldn't because I'm like, this fucking kid just does not fucking listen. <laughs> no matter what I fucking tell him. So I'm I told him not to go off with the chick. Now he's off with the chick. And now he's talking with Palpatine. I'm pretty sure that guy's a bad guy, but I don't fucking know. Like, I'm going to go get a drink with Dexter <laughs> Jetster. Yeah, right? I'm going to hang out in the cantina for a little bit. Fuck. There's a classic 50s diner on Coruscant run by a four-armed alien. I don't know why I know the 50s. Is the jizz band here yet? I'm going to get a good seat. God damn it. <laughs> Why'd they do that? Because it's funny. It's like, it was the 70s. They knew what they were doing. There's no way jizz wasn't used commonly at that time. I mean, jizz has always been used commonly. Yeah, it's but... really funny. It's it's just it's just purely hilarious. Because it reminds me of that uh, that Dave Chappelle skit where they're talking about uh, that Lil John song, that that older one, and he's like, "Ah, ski, 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 ski." He's like, "You can't say skeet on the radio. <laughs> Don't you know what that means?" <laughs> They did that. <laughs> they skeeted all over that radio. <laughs> He's like, when all them white CEOs figure it out, they're going to be like, my God, what have we done? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I bet somebody did have like a little panic. And, and then they saw the sales and were like, oh, I guess it's all right. But <laughs> whew, gave me a little fright there. It's really funny because in the MTV video for that song, they um, censored out the word balls. <laughs> like, from the window to the wall to the sweat drop down my balls. So they, they censored out the word balls and obviously the word motherfucker. But So between a censor of the word balls and a censor of the word motherfucker was just, Ah, ski, 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 <laughs> ski, ski, ski. <laughs> 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 that's all they want that's all that's the studio execs want really funny <laughs> they just want the skeet man oh god that's funny they don't want balls they don't want motherfuckers they just want the skeet the skeet 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 in their ears <laughs> they want it to overflow in their ears hot ropes of ear flow <laughs> and it was back in that weird era of TV as well, because the next part is ah, skeet, skeet, goddamn. Yeah. And so it was in that weird era of time where they would censor out the word damn, but not the word god. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they'll do it the other way around. Censor yeah. out god, not damn. Mm-hmm. No, in this song, they censor out damn and not god. So it was like, ah, skeet, skeet, god. <laughs> <laughs> I am the skeet god. Lou <laughs> Reed got the walking on the wild side on the radio, and there was just an outright reference to giving head in there. Yeah. It was in the 70s. Different times. Well, no. We just said jizz is timeless, so yeah. it's not really that different of times. Giving head is also timeless. Yeah. <laughs> There's two things you can take away from this episode. It's come... And head. <laughs> Timeless. <laughs> Blowjob, come. 
timeless. <laughs> Priceless. <laughs> That's not entirely <laughs> true, <laughs> depending on who you're talking to. Oh, I, I mean, <laughs> I was more talking the feeling. It um, For everything else, there's MasterCard. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got there. <laughs> oh, shit, that's funny. <laughs> All right, let's start. <laughs> so the second, this is the second movie. The second movie. Uh... Obi-Wan finds out outright that Dooku is a traitor. Yeah. And there are traitors in the midst of the Jedi. Like, this is a thing that has happened, and there is, like, probably somebody being a traitor inside the Jedi now, because how else is all of this happening kind of thing. Mm-hmm. At that point, do you, like, hey, Anakin, you being shady? <laughs> uh... Yeah, probably, because, I mean, it's at that point that you his anger does start to show through a little bit more. Yeah, when he's, the yeah, that's the whole second movie, and he's a lot more brash at this yeah. point. Well, he's also an angsty teenager. Yeah. yeah. I hate it when he does that. He's he just Still jumps. trying to get it on with this chick that's easily, like, probably ten years older than him. It's really weird. Like, I'm going to keep pointing it out, because it's just weird the whole time. I mean, they do. They do make a point to mention that she was the youngest queen. So I think, I think that um, when in the events of the first film, when he's like eight, he's supposed to be nine, and she's supposed to be fourteen. What? That's she does not look like a fourteen-year-old. That's that, she. She's at least eighteen years old. In, in the first movie, <laughs> he's supposed to be, I think, nine, nine or ten, and. She's supposed to be 14, I believe. That is the worst portrayal of a 14-year-old. Just use her in the second movie like you put Hayden Christensen in the second fucking movie. I hit my microphone because I'm so mad. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> it's the Kira Knightley of it all, I guess. I don't know. <sighs> Kira Knightley was in that movie. Yeah. It's fucking weird, right? Yeah. And it was supposed to be a double for near Natalie Portman and like... <laughs> they're both pretty brunettes but that's about the end of the similarity like they got right. they just have different faces man i don't i don't know remember when we were watching league of extraordinary gentlemen and at the very beginning uh sean connery has that guy nigel as his body double he's like nigel's good for keeping the storytellers oh, yeah. at bay or whatever the story seekers at bay. that guy looks absolutely nothing like him oh well, yeah but that was just a drunk guy at a bar who vaguely had safari clothes and could like claim the title of him <laughs> so he didn't have to talk to touristy types <laughs> as not the same thing as an active double yeah that's fair i guess <laughs> It's also weird that she was right there. She had an active double, but she was still right there playing handmaiden. Yeah. What? What? That d almost defeats the purpose. Yeah. Like, 
the idea is that like if the queen gets taken out, she'll be okay and be able to rush away with like the other handmaidens. My point is, is if you're sending in a body double, you should just trust her and you should stay somewhere safe because if she gets taken out, there's a good chance the handmaidens aren't going to make it out of there either. I, I don't know. I don't think people, I think in a political assassination especially, there's one target and that's it. Like, n- nobody went for Jackie Kennedy or Lincoln's wife or like even Lincoln's bodyguard. Yeah. No, I'm... Are the Jedi, like, working with the government? So, the Jedi are peacekeepers. Yes. So, that's what I'm saying. Are are they the cops? Are they part of the judicial branch of space? (laughs) Or, like... They were an ancient religion. Yeah, so I I was getting around to, like, is there a separation of church and state in space? I think so. No clue, honestly, in that because one. are they helping protect the queen? Uh, they they are there for negotiations, and they're there to ensure peace with the treaty. So they're mercenaries. No, they are um, political bodyguards mercenaries they're an ancient religion i don't think they're allowed to be called mercenaries so there isn't a separation of church and state because they are actively involved in government politics they are and they are religion they were sent on behalf i mean the whole question is null and void because palpatine is sith so well, yes, but he he's actively manipulating, and that's what Sith do. But, like, the Jedi are actively, like, just trying to maintain peace. And I've, if I understand it correctly, the way that it works is they do work alongside the Senate, and they, like, have a seat within the Republican Senate. Like, mm-hmm. they, they, they have, like... Uh, a seat at the table, so to speak. So they're like part of the UN. Yeah, yeah, they're effectively part of the UN, but they're like their whole thing is maintaining peace and order. So like they are, they're they're not they're not cops. They're sort of like intergalactic detectives. So they're mercenaries. Yes. <laughs> it's just a lot more complicated than that because Star Wars has an immense Star Wars has an immense amount of Star Wars has immense story plot. Okay? You don't understand. Star Wars has Star Lore, all right. <laughs> no, I'm just like super simplifying it cuz like all of those things come back to like regardless of whether or not they're being paid, which they are, I guarantee it. You don't have a big place like the Jedi Council has without having to put some sort of money into it. I think they accept donations from the people they help and that the people that they um, stop from hurting people, I don't know if a lot of that actually gets back to the people. You know what that sounds like to me, Keenan? Huh? Mercenaries. <laughs> it sounds like mercenaries. <laughs> it does sound a lot like somebody who might be hired to do a job that could turn violent like if you compare that to what 
Boba Fett and Jango Fett do. Kind of the same thing. Oh, they, they just have more morals than Boba Fett and Jango Fett. That's the difference. That's the only difference is their moral high ground. That's the only thing the Jedi could ever stand on is their quote-unquote moral high ground. Yeah, but don't try it. They've got the high ground. <laughs> they don't actually, though. They steal children. So <laughs> there is no moral high ground for them to actually stand on. They do steal children <laughs> and separate them from their parents. We found out in the Obi-Wan show that Obi-Wan has vague memories of a brother he'll never know. Just not enough midichlorians. Yeah. Wasn't good. Didn't make the cut. Yeah. It's like... It's it's. I was about to equate it to getting a Hogwarts letter, but it's worse than that. It's significantly worse because Hogwarts is like a weird boarding school. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, you you are magic. That's really cool, and you're going to a weird boarding school instead of your regular school. Okay, well, it's a bummer that I don't get to see you for large chunks of the year, but I'm looking forward to you getting a good education in magic i guess so yeah right i i'll see you good I'll teach see me some soon. card tricks when you come back all right yeah <laughs> fucking floats a card literally Dis- yeah the meaning of that went all right over my head i did not under i thought i think he's going to like learn <laughs> illusions yeah <laughs> yeah um they're not tricks michael they're illusions tricks are what whores do for money <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you no, haven't seen Arrested Development. Go fucking watch it. <laughs> I haven't. That was just really funny. Um, Will Arnett. Really funny. Fuck. I forgot what we were talking about now. Jedi, bad people, steal kids. Obi-Wan had brother. Oh, yeah. boarding school. Weird boarding school. Hogwarts. Weird, weird boarding school. Hogwarts. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's, it's worse than getting a Hogwarts letter because they literally come when they're a baby or a toddler. <laughs> Like, hey, this this kid's super strong in the force. We're gonna just take him, and you can literally never see him ever again. And that's that's the <coughs> end for you. Like, and this baby, we guarantee his safety until he's an adult. Yeah. After that, we promise nothing. <laughs> yeah. But he'll be trained in the force, so you know. It's an honor. <laughs> yeah. They say forcefully as they take the baby from your hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's there's definitely some questionable behavior happening among the Jedi. The people that joined the Sith did it because they wanted to. Yeah, it's true. It was always by choice that they joined the Sith. I mean, perhaps manipulated choice, but choice nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like when you go out with that bad boy in high school. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, he's dangerous. He's dangerous. You're like, and I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm and doing it. I'm going. And then you end up very, very high on something you've never seen before. And you're like, wow. Probably on the back of a motorcycle. Yeah. Maybe this was a bad call. <laughs> but. But you're here now. Life experience. Sunk cost fallacy, I guess. Let's <laughs> ride it. <laughs> I mean, you're already there. When in Rome, right? Yeah. When in Rome, can't go home. Yeah. It's across the ocean. <laughs> you're all alone. <laughs> Uh. When in Rome. There's my poem. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, he was near there. <laughs> oh, what else happens in these movies? Um, 
let's go through Anakin's journey. Anakin. Where would you where would you have noticed? Because like Obi Wan very much is aware of the Padme thing. Yeah, like he's super aware of the Padme thing, and like just doesn't say anything until the the third movie where he's like, "They're Anakin's, aren't they?" Yeah, he's <laughs> just like, hmm, "I knew." Y'all weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> um, I, I know you kind of southern up a lot of your characters, but like Obi Wan always gets the southern treatment from you, and it's really interesting to me that that happens. He's a very English man who's not hiding his accent for this role at all, and it's uh, it's just I don't know, it just flows out of me. In my mind, I guess that's what Obi Wan sounds like. Oh wow. <laughs> I know y'all weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> Don't try it, Anakin. I'll have the high ground. I got the high ground. <laughs> it was everyone. supposed to be you. You were supposed to save us. You were my brother, Anakin. <laughs> you were my I brother. I loved you. <laughs> You were supposed to destroy the sea of not join them. <laughs> it's funny because it changes the hello there to, well, howdy. <laughs> Cowboat Kenobi. <laughs> That was another one of those voices where I just didn't understand how audio processing works. <laughs> yeah. I was like, somebody's doing that voice. General Kenobi. <laughs> um, what does happen next? They, they, they have a fight in a gladiator pit. That's all I remember out of the second movie. Wow. Um, well, Django Fett's in the second movie. He goes to Camino on the rainy time. Oh yeah, we see like all of the clones, right? Yep. We see the we see the production of the clones. We hear about um, General Sifo Dyas, who was dead who was dead before this actually started, or before he could get word back that he had started this army. And the whole backstory there is that um, Count Dooku got the distress signal from Sifo Dyas and was like, "Ooh, army." I'll use this. I'll tell I'll tell Sidious about this, mm-hmm. and then they orchestrated the plan with the with the Order sixty six. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember like any of that movie. Yeah, um, I remember them being in a gladiator pit type thing, and then some that's, that's things like, attacking them. It's like way at the end. So, um, <laughs> the, yeah, he. This is this is the movie where we see uh, Dexter Jetster in his fifties sweet ass diner. <laughs> Uh, so it, they go, they protect Padme, um, they get attacked by a bounty hunter drone that has slugs for some reason, because that's an efficient attack method, I guess. <laughs> um, Obi-Wan jumps on the drone instead of throwing a tracker, which he's got later in the movie, but he throws a drone, he jumps on this drone, rides it through the sky streets of Coruscant, while Anakin tries to follow him, uh... Then they find, they have an exciting chase with uh, bounty hunter Zam Wessel. You don't learn her name in the movie. <laughs> She's a changeling. Uh, and 
they catch her finally after a cool little chase that had a sweet Lego set for it. Um, <laughs> as soon as she's about to give the information, uh, Jango Fett shoots her with a poison dart and flies away. And instead of pursuing him on an epic chase, he's got a jetpack, so I guess they just let him go. <laughs> um, but they use that dart. They take the dart. Uh, Obi-Wan takes the dart to just Dexter Jetster. He's like, oh, that's a Camino dart. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so he's like, Camino, that's not a planet. And then he goes to the, I know this whole movie. I can uh, tell. <laughs> he goes to the, the, the Jedi Council library, and he's like, the planet's not here in the star map. He's like, uh, the little kid's like, oh, but if you follow the gravitation, like, whatever. Anyway, he finds the absence in the map and goes to the absence, and there's Camino, and he goes to the Camino, and then we see the clones, and then we see the, the here about the plan. And then he sees Jango Fett, and Jango Fett's like very poorly hiding his armor. He's like, oh, yeah, I know who you are. I'm not going to say anything right now. And then they have this cool fight in the reign of Camino. And then he tracks the ship. They follow him to the thing, they follow him to where the Coliseum thingy is on the bug planet. Obi-Wan gets taken hostage, and then we see Padme and Anakin on Naboo, where they're doing a whole thing, you know, falling in love and yeah, shit. Yeah, doing the thing. Well, they're falling in love in <laughs> the creepiest way possible. Yeah, it's real fucking weird. It's coarse, it's rough, it's irritating, and it gets everywhere. It's it's a really bad, just, <laughs> love. Uh, it's bad. Um then they are like, oh, we gotta go save Obi-Wan. And Padme's like, I'm going with you. No, you're not. Yes, I am. And then... <laughs> and they go and they try to save uh, Obi-Wan. There's this whole thing. R2-D2 can fly now. Um, they go to the droid-making factory. Then they do all this epic stuff to get away. And then they get captured anyway. And then, then the Coliseum stuff happens, where they get attacked by the things on the poles. And then um, they have this cool little gladiator fight with the animals before the other Jedi show up. And then it's an all-out brawl. And it's something that should have happened a long time ago, but we had to sit through about two hours of this movie to get to it. And it's a fucking fantastic scene. It's literally all I remember. I remember this being the most boring of the Star Wars movies. Uh, I liked it a lot. <laughs> you can't tell. <laughs> Uh, I, I know it sounds like I didn't like it, but I also watched it enough to know all of this, so <laughs> weigh those options. Um, yeah, and then we go from the Coliseum, we follow, um, uh, whoa, we got that horrible 80s zoom on Padme, that was fucking awful, I can still see the shot. If you've seen this movie half as many times as I have, you know exactly the shot I mean. There's just this awful 80s zoom of her while they're flying in the thing. And then she falls out onto the sand dune. And the 80s zooms again. It's really, really bad. Mm -hmm. Looks really weird. Really out of place in this whole film. Um, yeah. And then there's the fight with Dooku. Where they do the big Yoda thing and... Uh, uh, Anakin gets his robot arm cut off, or gets his yeah, his robot arm cut off because he's already got a robot arm at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think actually, as you were talking, I I think I probably would notice. I think I would notice sometime around, like in the Clone Wars. Yeah, like the 
the whole timeline of the Clone Wars, like through the animated series and everything. Yeah. Somewhere in that, I would realize that he's being manipulated. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think like probably halfway through the the Clone Wars animated series. Mm -hmm. I yeah, you like because he gets pretty pretty sus throughout all of that. You'd be like. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's happening. Yeah, there's there's something going on there. I don't know if I should confront. Oh, yeah, I should confront that. Yeah, all right. Uh, but I mean, how much of that would you mistake for um, him sneaking off to be with Padme, though? Um, because that's that's like super reasonable. Like, because you already know that that's like a secret thing for him. Yeah, like, he he can make excuses to go see her sometimes, like on Jedi business or whatever. But most of the time, he's gonna be like, "Oh well, I've got my own stuff to go do or whatever." See ya, and then he's gonna go hang out with Padme, and Obi Wan's gonna know about that. But like, do you think he would kind of assume that it was that for a little too long before he realized he was also going to meet up with Sidious? Maybe, but I think because <clears throat> after a certain point, he's got a Sokka with him. As well. So I think that if Obi-Wan was smart, he should have... Oh, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Whatever. I was... I Yeah. Uh, But after a certain point, Obi-Wan... Avatar. uh, After a certain point, uh, Obi-Wan should have, like, became suspicious and then gone to her and asked if things were weird. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, like, just some level of, hey, uh, is Annie all right? Yeah. Uh, is Annie okay? Annie okay? Are you okay, Annie? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. So I yeah I feel like sometimes <laughs> I uh, I just got Palpatine whisking Anakin away and he's like, oh, once she gets we've been caught by a smooth criminal. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? <laughs> you've been struck by. Oh, you've been struck by a smooth criminal. It's terrible. And Palpatine Moon walks out of there. I don't even need to hunch. It's just funny. <laughs> Oh yeah, so I think we. I, I think, I think yeah, we've covered. It's fair to say we would notice at some point, but I, I also you might turn him down right at the beginning. I might, I might, I might just listen to Yoda. Yeah. Uh, then we get that sweet fanfic of him just growing up to be a human Vader. Yeah. Which is cool. I'd like to see that. But also like. I guess that's after Qui-Gon's dead. But do you think Mace Windu would just, like, train up to kill him? I, I, I th- think maybe, yeah. Uh, I think yeah. Mace Windu would just, like, be ready for that. Like, yeah. No, because that's not going to stop Palpatine Order 66-ing everyone. Oh, right, because that's... Yeah, that's still all going to go off like it did. Like, none of that's really going to change. Yeah. Uh, most of that's already in... All of that's already in motion at this point. Yeah, so, like, none of that is changing at all. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just a more confident and ready Vader. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's... Terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) No one's... There's going to be a lot less uh, 
survivors and spinoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then there's no redemption for Vader either. There's no Obi Wan. There's no uh, Luke or Leia waiting down the road to like give him that redemption arc at the no. end. There's none of that. He just is bad guy forever he is just a monster what is his motivation raised by a different monster yeah oh that's cool that's a good story yeah i really uh want more evil people in stories (laughs) not uh, like i appreciate nuanced and i appreciate a good take on an evil guy like obviously cool Mm -hmm. like write your characters well that's awesome but also sometimes especially for like younger shows or like just sometimes even like side characters just not the main guy yeah right they they don't really need motivations (laughs) they can just be bad yeah they could be evil they could just want to kill people because they like to kill people that's fine there are there are really just evil people in the world and that's that's scary enough so Mm -hmm. use it you know right i agree yeah some some people are just so does bad the KT. people. Yeah. Um, some people just want to watch the world burn. Damn right. Yeah. To you know it, Michael Caine. This episode. <laughs> Good impressions? No. No, probably not. But impressions, impressions nonetheless. Impressions. Am I impressed? Yes. <laughs> Is that what matters to me? No. 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 Please tell me I'm good. <laughs> if you liked this episode you know where to get a hold of us oh you know uh, how to find us we got the gmail we got the twitter the twitter. x <laughs> whatever x. it's called oh my who knows God. who knows i could do a whole hour on that right now let's not we got the instagram the youtube we got the threads and the facebook you know where it all is uh, just search True Neutral on the Google. On the Google, yeah. It's True Neutral on Google kind of rhymes, and it makes me really happy. <laughs> uh, bye-bye! Ski, 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 ski.